Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the early morning show. That's what the guy said on 93.7 The Fan. Adam Crowley here with you. 412-928-9370 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Woke up 3 a.m., go on Twitter, try to wake myself up. I'm told that that's probably not healthy. First thing I do, no, not roll over, look at the monitor, see how my daughter's doing at 3 a.m. No, don't roll over, look at my wife, see how she's doing. Don't get up, stretch the legs. Now, first thing I do, get on Twitter.com, which yesterday was a problem because you had to schedule tweets in order to send tweets. DMs were down. You've got people who are paying for Twitter Blue who can now post soliloquies, these long virtually blog posts, which they just look really weird. If you're scrolling through on Twitter and you see 55 pages, there's like redacted national security information, it looks like, being released. But I got on Twitter this morning. It was working, 3 a.m., and I see people going nuts. NBA Twitter, we are the best. NBA Twitter after dark, Woj bomb, yada, yada, yada. And I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? People are going all kind of crazy about some NBA thing, but I don't know what the damn NBA thing is. I don't follow enough NBA people on Twitter. It's mostly Pittsburgh folk, some national reporters, and, like, Canadians for hockey. But eventually I got there. Kevin Durant traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Phoenix Suns. And this isn't going to be an NBA say, but don't turn off your radios, Pittsburgh. You don't care about the NBA. Maybe some of you do. How about player movement? That's the first thing I thought of this morning is Kevin Durant, in a lot of people's minds, I've done the research, could go down as a top 10 NBA player of all time. There have been moments where he's been the best player in the NBA. He is a freak. He hits big shots. He can extend the floor, and at his size and his weird stick-figure-like body, we've never quite seen anything like Kevin Durant. But if you think about his career, where's home? Now he's a son. He was a net, played for the Thunder, played for the Warriors. Have we ever seen a player quite like this? Yes, LeBron James has moved teams, no doubt about it. He might be the best basketball player of all time. Kevin Durant, a top 10 player in all likelihood, and you look and you think, okay, where's home? When you think of Durant, who do you think of him playing for? And I wonder, and I'll open it up to you at 412-928-9370. This is the crux of the matter. Is 
player mobility like that good for the sport? Now, the NBA ratings are big. ESPN, they do well. TNT, they do well. But does player mobility in that fashion, does that interest you or does that push you away? And it's not just the NBA. It's all sports. Now, the NFL, I don't think it's as bad. Tyreek Hill moves. But all the quarterbacks, generally, in their primes, they're sticking around in their spot, right? We'll see if Aaron Rodgers winds up not being a Packer or if he retires. Brett Favre moved at the end of his career. Joe Montana moved at the end of his career. Tom Brady moved towards the end of his career though I'm still not convinced that that guy's retired, you will see player mobility. But the most important players, the most recognizable players, they wind up playing for their teams for a long period of time. NFL teams, they'll franchise you, they'll extend you, they'll give you guaranteed money, and the quarterbacks, for the most part, stay put for a long time, if not their entire careers. But apart from the NFL and those true superstar quarterbacks, Major League Baseball, we see player movement, especially from small market teams. They move on from guys. They're traded. They can't afford them, or they say they can't afford them. I don't mind it, but I would wonder if people from a bygone generation look at it the same way. I'm used to it. Hell, I grew up a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. I am used to player mobility. Guys in, guys out. But is the older generation at 412-928-9370, is this something that you like? Or is this something that you go, oh, my God, this guy's on his fourth team now, this Kevin Durant. This is wacky. I have been molded to not give a rip. I root for the jersey. I root for the logo. Guys come in. Guys go out. You love them while they're here. When they're gone, so be it. Phil Kessel, one of my all-time favorite Pittsburgh Penguins, but he leaves. It's not like I start rooting for Phil Kessel. I don't root against the guy, but it's not like I'm going, oh, boy, I'm going to buy myself a Coyotes hat whenever he wound up in Phoenix. I ain't going to go full bore into that. Whereas I do think a lot of younger fans follow players and not the teams as much anymore. That might just be anecdotal, but that's the way it seems to me. I'll see kids walking around my neighborhood with all kinds of different NFL jerseys. I saw a kid with a Jamar Chase jersey, Jordan Jefferson. I think the younger generation is more cool with it than the older generation. 412-928-9370. What's up? You're on the early morning show. Tim from the Tank Brigade here again. I knew it. What's up, buddy? Uh, I don't think that player movement is bad for the players, obviously. No. And I don't think that it's bad for any of the leagues, but I do think it is bad for the franchises themselves. Um, because, it's, I mean, especially in basketball, if you ask anybody who's an NBA fan uh, who they root for, a lot of people will just say LeBron or Durant or Kyrie, or maybe not so much him anymore. Uh, <laughs> they don't really root for teams anymore because there isn't really a point in doing so or – and, I mean, uh, when Flurry left, I mean, think about all of the people in this city who watched Vegas That's a games. great call. I mean, call. I was one of them. So, I mean, a lot the of The Stanley Cup final did good numbers in Pittsburgh when Marc-Andre Flurry was playing against the Washington Capitals. That entire playoff run, that's a really good call by you, Tim. I do think, I think it's hardest on the fans. I don't think the league's minded at all. 
I think it's good, like you said, for the leagues. Thank you for the call, Tim. It's transactional. Anything transactional. Our boss, Craig Riley, says it all the time. Anything transactional, make sure you hit on. Look at our Facebook numbers. Look at our numbers on the website. If there's a transaction, albeit a minor one, so-and-so moved off the 40-man, people will read it. People will engage with it. So I think it fascinates people. I think it gets people reading. But I think regionally, fan base to fan base, it can it can kind of suck. What say you at 412-928-9370 and on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley? A lot of folks freak out about college athletics now, right? College football, all these transfers. Oh, my God. Jordan Addison's gone. Oh, my God. They're going to pay him $3 million. He's not going to be here. This sucks. And maybe it sucks because college sports is leaned into more being like the majors or being like the highest level where there is player movement and there is free agency. But for me, I haven't minded it because I do think it's good for the athlete. I think player empowerment, obviously good for the athlete at any level, but I'm just used to it in major league baseball and in the NBA and in hockey where rosters get turnover really quickly so when it happens in college football, I don't mind it. In fact, I think, and I might be on the totally opposite end of things here, but I've embraced it because I never got huge into recruiting because I just didn't want to bank on some 18-year-old kid. Yeah, he's got four stars or he's three stars, but Rivals has him as a three and a half. I never got excited because two, three years from now, that's when that's really, in all likelihood, going to pay dividends. So how can I get jacked up about it now? Whereas, with the transfer portal, you got guys coming in, and you know they're good, or you assume they're good. Like Keaton Slovis, he didn't turn out to be everything that Pitt wanted him to be, and JT Daniels didn't turn out to be everything that West Virginia wanted him to be, but there was a palpable buzz when those things happened because those guys had put up numbers before and had been big-time recruits before. Think about Phil Jerkovic. Did I say his name right? Doesn't matter. When he comes in, it was one of our most downloaded podcasts of the last month, the Fan Morning Show's interview with Phil, because you know what he's done with this offensive coordinator before. So I thought initially good for the athletes might be bad on the whole for the college football fan, I kind of gone the other way on that. But what do you think about player mobility? Kevin Durant traded to the Phoenix Suns overnight. Think about that situation. We're talking about it from sort of a 30,000-foot view, but the Nets were one of the betting favorites to win the East, if not the NBA championship, just two weeks ago. And Kyrie Irving's like, man, I want to go to Dallas because it's flat there, and I think the earth is flat. So he's out, and then why would Kevin Durant want to stick around in Brooklyn when he thought he could win a championship? All of a sudden, his right-hand man, even though I don't think they like each other, gone. All right, get me the hell out. Four first-round picks, three pretty good players going back in the deal. It's not awful for Brooklyn. I think they made the best out of a bad situation. Probably should have won a championship. But it gets people like me 
who are only cursory fans of the NBA talking, which is probably good on the whole for the league. What's up here on the early morning show? Hey, what's up, Crowley? It's Damien. Hey, how'd your stand-up comedy thing go the other night? Uh, I forgot all of my material as soon as I went on stage, but... Let's go! Uh, but uh, I still got some laughs out of it. It wasn't terrible. I'm going back next week. I ain't giving up. But, when uh, in doubt, buddy, just hit the aristocrats, my man. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I just found out from you as soon as I started my car to leave work that Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. And I think it's going to be like another warrior situation. Like, that's a big three there now. And I don't think anyone, I think uh, his legacy of trying to win a championship on his own, I think he's given up on that pretty oh, much. Oh, you know what? That was that was gone a long time ago. Because going to Brooklyn, he still would have been knocked for the same thing, right? You're forming yeah. a super team. It's going to be the same thing in Phoenix. Though here's my cursory interest as a casual NBA fan. They can't win the championship because that would mean that Chris Paul would have to have legitimate playoff success. And, well, we all know that that's not allowed to happen. Well, yeah, that's true. It's like Tracy McGrady. Can't happen. <laughs> Thanks for the call, buddy. Good yep, luck no next problem. time. Shoot me, a, shoot me a DM or something. I'm coming to one of your comedy shows. 412-928-9370. None of you out there give a rip about Damien's budgeting comedy career, but I do, and this show's for me, not you. Coming up next... We had the State of the Union on Tuesday. We had the State of the NFL yesterday. Roger Goodell had something wild to say, or did he, about officials. D. Murray Smith with his counter statements. We'll try to have fun with some dry material. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the early morning show. Adam Crowley with you on 93.7 The Fan. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Silverados and Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Rain early today. Highs in the mid-60s. Though I hear it's going to be mighty windy. Going for a walk. Went for a walk the last two days. It helps. It helps get the body moving a little bit. Get some sunshine. Get a little vitamin D in there. Not bad. Not a bad winter. Our guy, Punxsutawney Phil, said a week ago, six more weeks of winter. And we've had not bad stuff happening since. Not bad. Yesterday, Roger Goodell, state of the NFL, always boring. Here's what Roger Goodell had to say about NFL officiating. This is the clip that's making its way around every talk show in America this morning. When you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out and extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. He's getting killed for this? It's hard to say that he's wrong. It really is. We have the ability at home to slow things down. The TV broadcast is going to do that for us. Slow-mo, then even super slow-mo. 
You got rules analysts in the booth. They're going to break it down to the nth degree. If you really want to go even more in-depth, you got your own DVR. If you want to rewind, if you want to go all Zabruder film, you can. It's easy for us at home to know what the call should be on every play. When you're doing it in the flow of the game, as an NFL official, and these guys are bigger, faster, stronger than ever before, I do think they do a fine job. I don't love some of the convoluted crap in the rule book, like trying to parse what a catch is, trying to determine what is and isn't roughing the passer, things of that nature. I don't blame on the officials. I blame on the rule book. But I I find it hard to disagree with Roger Goodell. There was a really bad call not made in the NFC Championship a couple years ago. And then they started reviewing pass interference. Bad decision. Bad call led to a bad decision. So sometimes the points of emphasis that come down, I think, are bad. The things that they focus on, rule changes, can be bumpy. But the actual officials themselves, how can you tell me that they're worse now than they were in like 1975? when you're watching on grainy television. You can't. I never walk away from a game and go, oh, the Steelers lost because of the officials. Never have, never will. I just I just don't do it. We can talk about officials in every sport. I watched 60 fouls get called in the friggin' second half yesterday, West Virginia, Iowa State. Officiating is hard, and there's bad officiating in every sport at times on a game-by-game basis. But on the whole, do they really do a bad job? I can't say that they do. Hey, you're on the early morning show. Yeah, Edson Kennedy. Hey, Ed. Just to show how much uh, player movement has changed, when Dick Rowe got traded to St. Louis, it was like a panic in the city. (laughs) Right. I mean, I can't say right because I I wasn't there, right? I can't just, oh, yeah, right, yeah, the reaction, yeah. I'm sure it was because back then it was different. I mean, the 70s Steelers – they wouldn't have done what they did now, right? Free agency and all that. I think free right. agency right. is very good for the sport. It's good for competitive balance. I think sometimes it goes a little too far. The NBA is wonky. But as a casual fan, I never pay more attention to the NBA than when there's this kind of player movement. It fascinates me. So I think the argument could be made both ways. Is it something that you don't like now, Ed? Well, you know, the curse led to say it was it, when Dick Ray was traded, that was the curse led to say it was just mm-hmm. uh, years away yet. But uh, I think there's too much movement now. Like, the players changing teams every year. Uh, it's a little ridiculous. So, you think? It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. Thank you for the call. But I'm, I'm used to it. All I've known is free agency. Now, with quote unquote player empowerment, never since the decision by Le- LeBron James. I think players take it under their own, or they, they kind of move at their own volition now. Like, it's not like players never held out before or anything like that, but Le'Veon Bell held the Steelers hostage for a year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers holding the Packers hostage now. LeGarrette Blunt quit on the Steelers, and they were like, all right, F you. Same thing happened with Melvin Ingram. Yeah, get the hell out of here. James Harrison, same kind of thing. Players feel empowered to be able to do it, and they're rewarded in a lot of cases. Um, I would say it's probably not my favorite thing, but it, do- it doesn't bother me that much. It just, it is what it is. I will root for the front of the jersey. I will root for that crisp pirate pee on the on the baseball cap. 
I will root for the skating penguin. I will root for the Steelers logo on one side of the helmet. I'll root for my teams. I'll root for West Virginia. I don't care if it's a senior-laden team. I don't care if it's a freshman-laden team. I don't care if it's all transfers. It's just what I'll do. So I'm used to it. But that's why I wanted the perspective of guys who are a little bit older like Ed who just called because it hasn't always been like that for the older sports fan. 412-928-9370, Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. So Goodell spoke, the leader of the NFL Players Association. He also talked, and he had a – this is the one that is getting – Probably just as much attention as Roger Goodell. I think Goodell was right probably with what he said. DeMarie Smith, he's out on one on this. I'll explain next, early morning, show 93.7 The Fan. So I haven't given myself much time here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Great clock management, Tomlin. D. Marie Smith, I got like a minute and 15 second bite of his that I don't want to play because I want to react to what he said. So I'll just give you the abridged version. D. Marie Smith, the NFLPA's head, he spoke after Roger Goodell spoke, and he said that the NFL should do away with the scouting combine. And the crux of his argument was because of all of the medical stuff that goes into it, MRIs and scoping this and looking at that 32 team doctors looking over medical records for these players that it's a bad thing because ultimately the goal is to decrease the value the draft value of these players coming from college and going into the NFL first of all it's the system and these players can also increase their draft stock by going to the NFL scouting combine Doran Dickerson ran the fastest 40 time in the history of tight ends. If he didn't, does he get drafted? I, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm, I'm guessing maybe not. So you can increase your value. We hear it every year guys go and they'll put up great spark scores or they'll do great on the Wonderlick or they had medical concerns and they got looked over and actually there's no medical concerns. It can help increase players' value just as much as it could hurt players value also we've heard of players that have had heart conditions that get discovered at the nfl combine or other medical issues that get discovered at the nfl combine that they may have otherwise not had discovered if the combine doesn't happen the other thing is there are going to be a set number of players drafted every year and the way it works now isn't the way it used to work where you had guys like Sam Bradford that would hold out because they would want to get all kinds of guaranteed money. It doesn't work like that. You're largely, if you're the first pick, going to get paid what you get paid. Second round, uh, second round pick's going to get paid what they get paid. It's not quite like the Major League Baseball draft with slotting and you can move some of the money around, but it's getting pretty close. So, are you really think these NFL teams are trying to diminish the value, DeMarie Smith? Of these players? 
these players are going to get drafted. Somebody's going first overall. Somebody's going 10th. Somebody's going 65th. Somebody's going 84th. Players will move up and down based on their medical evaluation, sure, but they'll be evaluated on cuddle, uh, cuddle, shuttle cone drills, and they'll get evaluated on their 40 time and how much they can bench and their vertical jump or Kenny Pickett, the hand size thing, right? Players are going to get drafted in those positions regardless. Whether their stock falls or their stock rises, I just don't know where he's coming from here. And he says what he'd like to see is regional pro days. Well, what the frig is the difference? It would just be the same thing but spaced out. I don't understand. I really don't. And maybe I'm missing something big here. That's always a possibility. But doing away with the NFL scouting combine because the NFL teams are trying to diminish value, it did not land with me. Sure, we'll talk about this a little bit more on the Fan Morning Show. The pre-show is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 